Sermon podcasts come to you from Christ Church Cathedral in the Anglican Diocese of Fredericton in Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. This is a version of a sermon delivered by the Dean of Fredericton, Jeffrey Hall, on the last Sunday after Epiphany, Transfiguration Sunday, February 11th, 2024, entitled, How Do You Describe Glory? Listen to podcasts by visiting the Watch and Listen tab on our website at ChristChurchCathedral.com. Search Christchurch Cathedral Fredericton Podcasts on the web. Or find us listed on TuneIn Radio, Apple, Google, Podchaser, or Spotify Podcasts. Subscribe using your favorite podcatcher. God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Risking that I may by now be sounding like a broken record, I'm going to issue one last reminder this year about how this portion of the liturgical church year, this time after Epiphany, is intended to be a reflection of the seasonal day from which it takes its name. That is Epiphany. I get the impression at times that the church has somehow missed that that in times past, supposing that the Sundays after Epiphany are titled only to place them in sequence, and that this is somehow now considered to be ordinary time. We may have come to believe that green time in the church has no particular significance and nothing could be further from the truth, either now or when we encounter green time following the season of Easter. The season of the Sundays after Epiphany indeed carry the color green. Colored so as a reminder of the growing understanding of who Jesus is. The role God sent the Son to fulfill. So the last several Sundays have had something in common with the twinkle of the star at Jesus' birth. And that something is epiphany showing forth, first played out by wise people from the east following a star to worship the king. Epiphany continues, of course, described in various ways, revelation, inspiration, display, manifestation, uncovering, announcement. Countless epiphanies show the world the identity of Jesus. 
that of wise men and a star, to be sure, but also the baptism of Jesus. The first miracle turning water into wine, healing of disease, battle with evil spirits, and perhaps not least of all what the lectionary would have us hear on the last Sunday after Epiphany, the gospel recorded event of the Transfiguration. Up the mountain they went, Jesus, Peter, James, and John. It was a miraculous event meant, I think, to represent the moment at which these three disciples recognized that in Jesus was the truth and glory of God. The presence of Moses and Elijah, the two greatest prophets of Israel, helped them to understand that Jesus is the continuation of God's purposes first revealed long ago in the Hebrew tradition. As the event is described, the bright white of Jesus' clothing, the cloud, the voice from heaven, the appearance of Moses and Elijah and the conversation between them, all of that disappears as quickly as it appeared. So this too is epiphany. Now even if you don't, many these days are going to react with Ah, oh, come on now. You expect me to swallow all that. Well, yeah, maybe I kind of do, because, you know, you bought the moving star over Bethlehem part, didn't you? But, you know, dazzling white clothes, mystical characters long dead appearing in the mist, this is the stuff of science fiction. In this postmodern world, we don't have to look too hard to find miracles. And many are well known. Do you know that I carry a small device clipped to my belt that sometimes actually rings during worship? I can use it to talk to someone halfway around the world as if they were standing in the same room with me. And I can ask this little box any question I can think of and get a pretty reasonable answer almost instantly. I just say what music I want to listen to at home and it begins to play. Name the light and it turns on. I can track the specific gravity of the batch of wine I'm making in the basement with information delivered in real time to the screen that is in my study upstairs. But much of the gospel 
narrative and the good news to which it points, the Christian, is a hard sell these days. And perhaps it always has been. And you know, if we gather it all up, including the star, the water-to-wine thing, the healing, the exorcisms, and add to it the earthquake that took place on Good Friday, Noah's Ark, the resurrection, the ascension into heaven, and all of the weird stuff that was happening at Pentecost, most people these days are likely to opt for a Steven Spielberg movie with a budget. And you know, I would probably be in that movie line. If at some point along the line I hadn't realized that it has nothing to do with the expectation that I blur the lines between fantasy and reality. This is not the stuff of science fiction. This is the stuff of narrative. And you know, the atheist has missed a huge piece of the question. Truth, once known in its broadest sense, has been narrowed and reduced to the extent that it now only includes what is strictly within human control. Anything outside of that doesn't exist. So in our super-efficient, scientific, and hyper-convenient world, we've become quite proud of ourselves, we have. Look what we can achieve. Computers have been able to accomplish many things, not because they're more intelligent than we are, but because they are tireless and can do a specific calculation over and over and over rapidly and without stop. We're told that soon with artificial intelligence, we'll know infinitely more about healing disease, understanding the strangest of happenings anywhere in the universe, maybe even get a glimpse of the other dimensions of reality hidden from our perception, including that of time itself. The human creature is resourceful inquisitive, but sadly also thirsts for control and too often chooses arrogance over compassion and humility. Science and human ingenuity cannot thoroughly conceive of the truth and wisdom contained in the narrative of biblical text.
There is and will always be a place for divine revelation. Those times when the curtain is just pulled back enough to see the reality beyond. Transfiguration describes in human terms a glimpse of glory on the day three disciples allowed themselves to perceive a revelation of ultimate truth. Truth that existed beyond themselves. And you know, I'm not sure how I would go about describing that. even if I saw it. The Apostle Paul put it this way, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Christ Church Cathedral is located at the corner of Church and Brunswick Streets in Fredericton, New Brunswick. We're always pleased to welcome visitors and guests. For information on programs and worship times, visit ChristChurchCathedral.com. Send us a message by email at office at ChristChurchCathedral.com or contact the church office by phone Monday to Friday, 9 to 12 noon at 506-450-8500. We'd be pleased to have you.